All right. This is the moment of truth, Ken. Are you ready? Yes, yes, I'm ready. Okay. Let's go, buddy. Okay, we're live in five, four, three. Showtime. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what time it is. It's time for Sports And here's your host, TC and Jake. <laughs> I didn't turn on the camera. Have to do that in a second. So here we sit, 70 years after Jake said that he only had one episode of Succession left to watch. Jake, are you caught up on Succession? Didn't we already do this? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Did you I, watch it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought we followed up at the end. I don't think we did. Maybe we didn't. Can I, can I be wrong? I could be wrong. Let me yeah. get a hit record on the camera. Okay. TC, going to hit record on the camera for all of our... Uh, ones of people who still really fuck with the video. Oh, I didn't even see Henry there. He was hiding. You know, god damn it. <laughs> How you feel? TC getting back up after a god damn it. Uh, sign that the podcast has in fact started, but that all systems are less than go, folks. I'm Jay Kemp here on a Tuesday afternoon at 4.07, 4.06 p.m. Uh, he's now clapping, seeming to uh, indicate that he looks down at the board and sees nothing but good things. Okay. Okay. All systems go. So you've seen Succession. So we're back now. Every episode. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was a good show? <sighs> I think it did. A- we talk about it? I don't know. Um, What's your level of confidence? We've already had this conversation. I didn't delete my note to ask you about it. I'm positive of that. Well, the thing about it is this, and this is where this becomes a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think we did. A little bit complicated <laughs> is that uh, I also talk to you a lot in non-recorded se- uh, settings. Uh huh. And I have similar conversations with Dan, both on the air and off the air, that I have with you. A lot of, a lot of shared interests. So it can become a bit muddy for me, but no. Yeah, I mean. I think we did talk yeah, about Succession. I, I, like I don't think we talked about the finale. I think what I'm recalling was that is was the conversation short? that we both know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's how I knew that you were one short and everything like that. So um, I just, I, 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 I thought the final episode was beautiful. I thought it was, it was amazing. Uh, just the way that, uh, it really, you know, I mean, the, the show's got a lot of big themes, right? Like it's, it's what, like, I guess if you get off your couch in the morning or assume, assuming you sleep on a couch, I don't know. Um, if you get, if you get up, off, if you get up off the couch in the morning, uh, to make a, any kind of a show or movie, I, I presume you have something to say. Uh, but th- th- this show's especially, it's, it's got a clear viewpoint, right? Um, trying to teach you about life and uh, the way that once they it was just beautiful the moment to them coming together where they all kind of dropped their rivalry with each other sure and really like sort of set aside like desire like they they move past desire into just kind of like a I'm, I'm being and just want to be like a, you know with the flow of the universe sort of state and that created the you know the moment in the van where they're all just able to like 
you know, you're a fucking family, you know, like you ought to love each other. Like uh, you, you coordinating on this stuff. How many shared experiences do you have to have before you could just be able to work as a group to, you know, achieve objectives that are good for the group? While it's unclear about exactly how they good for our each, each member is good for the group. Um, but like they, they did get there, you know, like the whole show, it's, it's a show about how much distance is between, uh, the, the children to some extent. And, uh, and, and for one beautiful second, they've collapsed it, you know, they're, they're fucking, there's no distance. They're working as a unit and fucking Tom gets greedy. Well, God uh, damn it, so dude. two things about that. It's the world. <clears throat> I mean, the backdrop of that is obviously that it is them unifying as a family against family. So that complicates yeah, matters a, a little bit. It's, it's not like they're yeah, it's not like they're fighting a, a entirely external force. So the other thing about the Tom thing, so if I said this before, sorry folks. Uh I watched the finale like 7 months, I don't know what was it, 5 months after it actually aired. So when it did actually occur, obviously even if you don't like want to see spoilers and read articles about it you do see some some headlines yeah and i saw one that said uh tom finally had his moment uh-huh. and <laughs> once you find out what that means what a yeah it said tom finally found his uh had his moment and then there was a clip of when he's talking to to greg in the garden uh-huh and maybe it wasn't a clip maybe it was just a, a still shot uh still shot with a with text caption and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I thought Tom and Greg were gay. <laughs> I mean, that might co- be coming in season three. I thought that they had decided, like, now I knew that somehow a component of that was Tom making a power play. Mm-hmm. But that, like, he was basically telling Greg, come with me. Yeah. Because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and we somehow can make our gonna, own gay paradise. We're going to fuck this whole deal up. Because obviously Greg is extremely sexually repressed. You know, even though he's coming out of his shell in make, the final episode, even though. though he's making a play for the bug man, Adam Friedland's girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Tough scene. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> then, tough. Then scene. he decides he doesn't even want. Yeah. But yeah, still, Adam Dasha being a, a player in season three was, was a tough pill to swallow for any long time. Come boy. You know, I, I just hope I know he's, he's out doing there well. thriving. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. But you know. Both of your parents dead and your ex-girlfriend starring in HBO's most popular show in a span of 18 months cannot be uh, great for the soul. Boy, I don't know if I knew that his dad had died. How did his dad pass? The rollerblader? He'd been dead. His dad's been dead? Yeah. Okay. For like a year and a half, something like that. His dad went first? I believe so. Okay. I believe that's the case. Because of roller, he died in a rollerblading accident. I don't listen. I don't know. As you do. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so you were telling me last night. This is now like a twenty-five percent dad podcast. Mm-hmm. That your kid was mid bath, got out of the bath to shit, and then got back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is fucking unheard of. Uh, not one, in my, a lot, not one, in my house. What? It's a great it's level like of discipline. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I don't want to be like no to any part of it because right. I just want to reward clearly communicating. Got a dump. Yeah, no, I get it. I just I think of my own life, uh, separate from the child, and think <laughs> I've never done that. I mean, I, never I might just to shit take a in bath. the shower if I had to. 
But really, that's like uh, if there's, there's any chance that this is going to present itself over the next five to ten minutes, I'm taking care of it beforehand. Yeah, but you can see how this happens. Kids, they don't have that. And the hot water loosens them up. Any kind of pre-planning. I told you that story before, right? Around, uh, I don't know. Kristen's I mean, grandma I, once told her that that was like the way they got kids to pee back in the day. <laughs> the little was, hot water on them. I think he, this I'm pretty sure a I told slight you. Bell. Yeah. Um, there was something, I, I think I've heard of this as like a general. Not scalding. <sighs> you don't know that. Loosening agent. Um, there was a, I'm trying to remember the context of the video. It might have been something to do with the Ukraine. The guy talking it's was Ukraine. Sorry. Uh, the guy talking was definitely, uh, not a, a native born English speaker, but was speaking in English. But I, I think it was, I think the scene was occurring in Britain, certainly somewhere in Europe. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm just, it would be much better if I could remember why he was mad. But I see a lot of videos on the internet, and I don't remember the details of all. And the only thing that stuck out to me is that he, he the guy he was mad at, his like general purpose insult was to accuse him of pissing in the bath. The bath? Yeah, yeah. You fucking piss your bath. I I do that. Oh no. Yeah. Why? Then I get out. I shower off after that, and I get out. I mean, I guess that does check all the boxes for everything you need to do, but I don't. I don't advise get that up. for anyone. I'm not going to get up all slippy sloppy and try to go go number one and get back in the bath. When you get out, you're out. She does that. I mean, for you, but I'm just letting you know the kid has just no capable. compulsion. Yeah. <sighs> no, but just, just kids in general. The the major thing about their their bathroom activities is, is it just shows a remarkable lack of pre planning. They, you know, I mean, everyone remembers, you know, like the. I, I mean, I'd remember telling my parents like I got to pee within the next twenty seconds. I would say. Yeah, <laughs> this is a <laughs> exploding offer. And like, sure, surely two minutes ago, I also somewhat needed to pee. Right. But you just develop that sense over time of like, what is a little bit of pee? Right. <laughs> like, what what was that signal feel like? And it, when I, at first, it's only urgency. That's that's when they figured out. Okay, we should probably do something about this. We've got fifteen seconds. Uh, and so, yeah, that's where she's at. And so if that's in the bath, I am overjoyed. But then why do you put her do back in? Because she wants to. Yeah. I just feel like there's a place for... I think that if we, if, if she knew every time the second she got out that it was... Over. You know, yeah, that I was, I was going to use that as sleight of hand to end bath time, then it would create an incentive not to... And I kind of, I always like... I'm saying that, and that is what's, that's somewhat what drove my actions. Most of what drove my actions is just if she wants to do something and I, I can't see like a, a life threatening reason or like, like it's got to be something. My natural, I think everyone knows this, you know, from my parenting thoughts. It, it's got to be a pretty strong reason why I have to tell her no before I'll tell her no. If I can say yes to something without much consequence to me or her, then I'm saying yes to it. And it's not much consequence to me if she gets it back in the bath. I think it's weird, but I don't think her life should be governed by things that I think are weird. If, if I think it's dangerous or harmful, then fucking we're, you know, that's a different story. But it was weird. just late. I was talking to you and it was late. You know, like she just got back in the bath and I'm like, what? Yeah. No, I mean, that was just kind of how the day went. 
and also you factor in you factor in the uh the whole time change the time change was brutal yeah because by the time i did get her all done with everything it was quite a while. I think that we probably do. She probably does have a, a later average bedtime than Nora, I would guess. Um, probably gets up later, too. It's not like you're depriving your child of yeah, sleep. Yeah, she, uh, she didn't wake me up a second before the alarm went off, which I was quite happy with. What time is that? Uh, I think I had it set for 8.40. Oh, dude. Yeah, mine went later than that today. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I don't know. I think that Nora might sleep more. Like just period. I'm not trying to deprive her of sleep. We don't like wake her up most of the time. It's it's that she likes getting up or whatever. You know, I mean, like according to her her body rhythms. I do think that we need to get Vista Shade Co. back out. I need to send a text to Michael about getting the better blackout situation in her room. They got uh, uh, they got drapes. the rails. They got rails. The rails. Okay. No, it's because the the shade. You know, it's just kind of hanging down. But or uh, I don't know if he called them rails. They he called them tracks. They he called them tracks. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no. I come from a family of uh, of window treatment folk. <laughs> That's right. I'm from a long line of window treatment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we we need to get some tracks. Vista Shade Co. has that available. VistaShadeCo.com. My brief <laughs> uh, parental complaint. I mean, I have many. Um. More joys, you know. By the way, that made me think of something else. Yeah, I assume I you don't uh, follow Dan Orlovsky, but I have him blocked. <laughs> but I have him blocked. Never changed, dude. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna want to read you this in a second. No, my current one is uh, I know I've I've spent a lot of time extolling the greatness of Bluey. Yeah, we we're not really in the Bluey. Well, Maybe she'll get there one day. I don't know. I'm out. You're out on Bluey now because of Orlovsky. I'm out on Bluey now because of an episode called Daddy Robot. Okay. And. I've seen people complain about this, and I just always kind of thought it was like, man, that seems like some fucking weirdo, centrist, lib, neocon, opinion piece shit. Or people are like, Bluey's bad for kids because it provides an unrealistic expectation of how often your parents should be willing to entertain your every desire. And I'm like, yeah, well, okay, uh, you know, uh jungle book is bad because it's not feasible for Mowgli to live like just apply this to everything it's so silly until i saw daddy robot oh okay daddy robot is an entire 13 minute episode where uh bingo no bandit the dad uh maybe she does watch blue they uh they make him operate like a robot and he does it and they think it's very funny Okay. So now I can't get by at home without being a robot. Yeah, yeah. I have to do beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Daddy, robot says, time for dinner. And I have to walk choppy. And if I stop, if I break character for a second, she's like, no, not daddy. <laughs> daddy, robot. <laughs> My God damn it. I can't keep this up. I feel like uh, this is what happened to Heath Ledger. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've I've quickly learned that the absolute worst thing I can do is anything that my child likes. Yeah, for sure. Because then it's just the rest of my life. I don't have the arm strength to keep bouncing you on this bed. I simply yeah. don't. Uh, I did tell her, like, because uh, uh, I'll put her on, this is a pretty straightforward one, put her on my shoulders and kind of uh, make a clip-clop with, uh, so she thinks she's on a horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was there was a time where I was like, my back did hurt. And 
I I just just like I sorry my back hurts and she like really took to it pretty seriously like she's like oh man and I I think she like followed up later was I haven't like, experienced that Daddy is your back better Wow and like didn't even ask like for the horse when I said yes you know it wasn't like a self interested child I appreciate that Yeah now she will occasionally do that on you which I I didn't I wasn't expecting at this age So the Orlovsky thing real quick is uh, he posted this now. Uh, this looks to me based on the cropping that he got this from Facebook. Mm -hmm. Is it about Bluey? Uh, uh, it's about getting one thing wrong. Okay. Albert Einstein once wrote on a chalkboard and then he yeah, lists out. Yeah, this is from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the rest of it says. A hundred percent. I know the style. <laughs> and then he lists out the uh, times nine times table. Uh-huh. Obviously, your nephew would destroy no question he gets to nine by nine and gets to 81 and then says nine by 10 91 suddenly chaos erupted in the classroom because einstein made a mistake obviously the correct answer to nine by ten is not 91 uh, nine times ten and all his students ridiculed him einstein waited for everyone to be silent and said despite the fact that i have analyzed nine problems correctly no one co uh, congratulated me but when i made one mistake everyone started laughing this means that even if a person is successful, society will notice his slightest mistake. Don't let criticism destroy your dreams. Yeah, I mean, Einstein never ran out the back of the end zone. And Orlovsky, that's his point. I think mm -hmm. that's his nine times 10 is 91. Wow. That or like every it's other. It's not like he was just solving opinion. problems left and right before that. That's very true. That's very true. Like he's lucky that he gets remembered for that because otherwise. He would just not be. Absolutely. <laughs> Remember you know how many other Lions quarterbacks don't get remembered? Uh, Joey Harrington. Well, I mean, I do remember him. Well, it's we're a high not. draft pick. Definitely first round. Third overall, I think. Might have been 10. Man, I was going to say For four. some reason, both of those three and 10 stand out in my mind. Let's see. What do you got? Oregon. It strikes me that I've been uh, wrong about every uh, three overall. I've go. been wrong about every single Oregon quarterback I've ever bet heavily on, starting with Akili Smith. Yeah, what about Dennis Dixon? I, the moon. Yeah. Nothing yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I am. While we're talking about the kid, let's see if I can get this to work. Uh, I think both of our children were at the zoo today, separate zoos, but zoos nonetheless. Uh, my, uh, my mom's a big fan of elephants, which the kid knows. Like she just kind of said that one day. That's cool. Nanny Great memory. Elephants. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of to me means that mom's really pumping up her own biography whenever she's going over the toys. Yeah. Kind of questionable. Yeah. Uh, but so they're watching the elephants and um, yeah, you'll see. Here. My foreign bachelor's she said, uh, good job, Jenny. You went poo-poo all by yourself. Nice. So she's kind of uh, judging the elephants on a rubric. Yeah, she's kind of seeing how the rest of the world takes her in. Pretty thrilled. Yeah. And she takes a dump without too much assistance. I love it. <laughs> Might as well just transfer it over to, uh, to the elephant. That's great. It's a good kid. I got to tell you something that's been driving me insane. Oh. I tweeted about this this morning. Okay. So in episode two of the Kanye documentary. Haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah. I just, uh, I finished Ozark the other day, so I can start on it. Fucking Ozark. I love Ozark. Get out of here. It's a great show. 
What are they going to do next? Uh, just stop. I don't want to hear it. We're never going to have a you finally got around to finishing Ozark segment twice like we did with Succession. I uh, just I, don't go. I'm I'm accepting. Like you know, I know that Dan's out on. I, I know that there's some people that just watch it and um don't like it. I'm just not one. It's of pretty those. mid. No, it's the highest of high. I barely watch any shows anymore. Welcome. And Ozark's one of them. There's still a mid. No, I only watch the the, the top cut for me. Well, well now this is not going to hit mm. because. And maybe this has happened to you before. I think this. And I have to catch up on gemstones. I'm 100 percent on gemstones. You're totally. You're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have yeah. one left. I saw the Macaulay Culkin reveal. See, I I started I cried. from behind you and I just passed you. You cried. Okay, I don't mean to make fun of that. I'm no, sure. I'm used to it. Had a lot, of, a lot of stuff built up there. I guess. No, it wasn't even really that. It was just you know, it's not like my dad was ever absentee by any means. I don't think I've ever portrayed yeah, no, it that he, way. He had an electric blue, <laughs> just just for you. It was just, dude. The like the the span of emotions that that show was able to cover in such a small amount of time is remarkable to me. Like the the meeting between Harmon and Baby Billy was just like I don't know it was it was only four minute scene and I just thought it was magical yeah like it was it was so well done and still funny but also like really sad and there was probably some part of me that was just like holy fuck that's Macaulay Culkin sure and he I loved it <laughs> I mean I I couldn't I couldn't stand it I was just like I'm tearing up now. <laughs> Walt Goggins is one of my favorite actors for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, um, <laughs> like the way that they portray him in the scene where he's leaving him as a kid. Yeah, like he, pet he's, shop. He's he's real disabled. Yeah, <laughs> that is a grown up. They're like, here's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, maybe you work through it. The best part of the the best part of the interaction though is like when Baby Billy's like, "Well, hot damn, so we good now, huh? You're not even mad. Could have never expected it." <laughs> which is like a total dad move of like yeah. constantly trying to find ways to give yourself an out especially like a dad who's not around like that's yeah. i don't really feel like that comes up for moms a lot like they just know it's fucked but yeah. a dad has a way to like mentally position himself to be like you know what i push more down than that <laughs> you can do it it wasn't so bad yeah no so on kanye the, the I, other, just the other thing about gemstones yeah, yeah. I want to uh, shout out is amazing. Just how fucking cool it looks all the time. Like yeah. for it to be like a comedy show that you're, the, as you're saying, has that sort of dramatic range. And then like just the number of things on screen that are just fucking amazing and creative and beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to like, I, w I don't think this like gives away a major plot point or anything. But uh, in the final episode, uh, or just, I, I guess I can do it without doing that. The, the fucking bikes. Like just the the motorcycles, yeah. Just in the guys on the motorcycle, like what they're dressed as, they look so fucking cool. They really do, and they like carry that through. And like in the final episode, do it in different ways that is like fucking awesome, and amazing. Yeah, it's just you can tell it's just this, some of the smartest people on earth sitting around, like being like, "What's the coolest, funniest shit we could put out?" And then like just doing a great job of fucking transferring that to fucking images. This company over here has a ton of money. So uh, HBO will pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Which, as an aside, kind of says something about Boardwalk Empire. Because that show got canceled, not necessarily because of ratings, but because it was like the most expensive show HBO had ever made. 
Yeah, that's wild. Like there's like four or five settings in gemstones. Sure. Whereas like Boardwalk Empire was just trying to remodel every fucking thing they did until Make like it a look full twenties. Like yeah. yeah. So I'm telling you, I'm going uh, going insane about this, and I don't think this really happens with rock music that much, but it does happen with hip hop quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Typically, it doesn't happen with artists like Kanye, and even to a lesser extent, the Nappy Roots. But there's a scene in episode Net two, roots? Uh, the Nappy Roots. No, Net Roots Nation. What's that? Uh, it's, a, it's a politics joke. I will gather myself now. Do you want to explain what the joke is or who that is? I don't is know or? that I, I I didn't really follow politics at a time when Netroots Nation was like a prominent thing. It's like an offshoot of moveon.org. Yeah, that sounds right. It's not, like I, I don't mean that that's literally true, but you you've got it. Okay. But it, it used to be like uh, you know, I think like one of the re- one of the real voices, one of the strong voices. I think they had like a conference and everyone went to it. With uh, the Daily Coast speaking or something like that. There you go. Yeah. So there's a song, like they're going through how Kanye's not getting a release date for College Dropout. Uh Uh-huh. And Dame's dicking him and all that whole situation. You probably know it even if you haven't seen it, if you're a Kanye fan. Yeah. There's a part where he goes to work with the Nappy Roots or with Nappy Roots. I've never really known that one, how that plays out with Ukraine, the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Because he still has to make beats to make money. Sure. And there's a song that he's producing for him, uh, for them that is the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. Okay. And there's a brief like 20-second clip where uh, Big V from Nappy Roots is rapping on it. And I've looked up those lyrics. I cannot find them corresponding to a song. A couple of the bars were used in another song that is definitely not the same beat. Yeah. And this fucking song, 30-second clip, has been in my head on a loop for like a week now. And you just you're never gonna get it. I there's a Reddit thread where people are asking about it and nobody yeah. answers. There's a uh, uh, there's a track listing for every song, uh, every episode. Hey, what's up, bro? What are you looking at? I don't know. There's a guy staring straight at us. Uh, He's walking his dog. <laughs> How long was he looking before I looked up? Uh, good ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, he's just staring. Yeah. Anyways, I guess that's what we asked for earlier. And I can't, months ago. I can't make sense of this because it seems as if this is just an unreleased song that is never, has never been posted. I even DM Cootie, the director. Huh? Oh, really? Yeah. I was just like, dude, somebody has to have this somewhere. Uh-huh. I'm just going to have you watch this real quick, even okay. if the, the audio doesn't come through here. I'm telling you, again, this is the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. Kanye on the NPC. I do like it. The Kanye dance at the drum machine, like the fact that he's like really, really into it. The keys, 
like there's an underkey thing happening. And I'm just saying, if anybody finds this, I will suck your dick mm. on if, camera. If I found it, I wouldn't give it to him, guys. I don't want that. You can turn that down, though. Mm. You still give it to me. You just turn that part down. I cannot stop thinking just want to about stay this away beat. From the whole thing. Uh, there was a clip that came I can't out. It. I don't even remember how it got released. It was de- like it's definitely it's on YouTube now. I, th- I want to say like he put it out. I, I don't fucking know who he uh, being Kanye. Kanye, yeah. Okay, it was. Uh, I think it was when he was in Hawaii because Am- Amber Rose was around. She's in the video. You've probably seen the video. It was a prominent video, but that song never came out. It was uh, there was a. I've never seen Wicked. But I've looked for this video enough times to see other people talking about it. And so I know the sample is from Wicked or the songs. It's one of the songs from Wicked. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I just think it's cute that you're trying to hide what a big fan of Wicked you are. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) uh, I've not seen Wicked. I'm I'm being honest with you. Uh, The word popular is like... like I th- you know, it's like I know about popular, and he's like hitting the thing, and he's got like just the the voice like sample. He's probably pitched. I don't know. It's good though. But and and I was always like, can't wait for that next Kanye hit built around this. And he appeared to have done nothing with it. Well, so that's one thing that was really cool about Good Fridays. Uh, yeah, because those were never going to be album tracks. But two, I, I think did this it. was pretty close to Good Friday's era. I yeah, think it was before. Well, the lead up was that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're so, definitely talking about within a year of yeah. But it, I I understand that every artist has fifty songs, let's say thirty to a hundred songs, whenever they're trying to make uh, their album. What I can't wrap my head around is why the fucking Nappy Roots did not put this song out. Like they if just it's got a, too many other good ones. If it's dude. a Kanye song, and he's like, I got thirty to 70 Kanye songs and I'm only going to put 13 on here. Some of these are going to hit the floor. But if you're them and you have that, I want to know the story of why I don't have that song. Like this is better than anything they've done. And I'm a huge all and fan. Yeah. I I'm confused a lot of times on that stuff. Uh, the, whenever Pearl Jam put out like their, you know, B sides collection uh, is like, okay, here's a bunch of shit that sucked too much to make an album. I'm sure this will be great. It's one of their better albums. Lost Dogs is awesome. Uh, like, uh, I, I've been, <laughs> this, is, this is a reference that's really going to land with all the kids. Uh, I've been listening to the uh, the Fleetwood Mac Silver Spring song a lot lately. And that uh, that didn't make rumors. It was cut for time. I, I recently watched the, uh, the Rumors classic albums. That's how I know. But uh, that's like a top three song on Rumors. And Rumors is one of the best albums. And like, this song fucking rocks. It's great. And it uh, didn't make the... It, it was not on Rumors. Silver okay. Springs is not on Rumors. I mean, like, it's, you know, once, like, CDs came around, or, uh, it was a B-side for one of the singles, and then, like, anytime you, like, look at, like, one of the, like, uh, deluxe edition or whatever, it's on, It's not like it's hard to find. They know it's a good song, but it's not on the album. Uh, and so, yeah, I just, I, I, I would have, pre- I spent most of my life laboring under the apparent misapprehension that songs that don't make albums suck. And I'm surprised to learn that's not true. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like, you know, the, if the general quality of the band or the artist or whatever the case may be is so much like their, their swings and misses could be B pluses if they're an A plus outfit. 
Yeah. If ever, you know but what I mean? I mean, some of these are A pluses. Well, so that's the thing too, is I, I obviously I understand that there are contracts, there are labels, there's distribution, there's just the artist consent. But I honestly do think I remember thinking this when detox was a decade long rumor. Mm-hmm. And like occasionally snippets would leak of it, right? Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, dude, I would pay for full album freight for every 10 of these songs. If you have a hundred of them, like I'll give you a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I would absolutely do that for Kanye of like a 12 year period. I will pay for every single song you didn't release. Sure. All a cart as an album, however you want to do it. And definitely felt the same thing about Dr. Dre back in that era, because like, you know, we met this kid from Dallas. Uh, he went by uh, justice and he was like a vocalist on probably four or five Dre songs. And he was like, I remember talking to him about this and he was like, dude, he's got like a dozen of us and like two of us might make it. And like, you know, that's like Anderson Pock was one of the two, mm-hmm. but the other guys, he's like, it's a factory. He's like, he has, you know, us on salary working 12 hour shifts in his studio, like staggered for 24 hours a day at all times. Like there's always two or three of us in there writing, really? recording. Yeah. Like, he's put out one album during this time? Well, I mean, a lot of the stuff got sold, you know, like to, again, like an, an artist like Anderson Pac, mm-hmm. uh, Snoop, I, you know, there's still a bunch of Snoop tracks uh, that are produced, at least executive produced by Dr. Dre that have come out in the last 10 years that you definitely did not care about. Mm-hmm. They were just on Snoop later albums. Some of it ends up in like commercials. Some of the hooks just get sold by themselves, but he's like, I write for 12 hours a day and record. And when I get to hour six, another guy comes in, starts his clock. And then when I leave, like it's literally a sweatshop for artists. I mean, it'd be t- I'm sure it would get, you know, in the way that it eventually uh, becomes of like annoying to be an intern. Yeah, sure. But like the first while it was, the, I don't know, time of my life. I'm sure it was like that for him too, right? Like the beginning of it. Like whenever it's just fucking, hell yeah, I'm at Dre's house. Yeah, but then here's the problem. It's not really a problem. It's just the matter of the circumstance. Then you decide you want out of that and you're like, I have about... 85 masters in there that i think i could put an album together with and they're like well they're not yours yeah yeah <laughs> that whole thing's fucked up like, i mean obviously yeah uh do you want to talk about the jerry jr suit i would love to yeah is okay it, is it like out i did uh like, i only know about it because you called me i delivered what do you mean i mean i had good info Every time you call me, I have good info. I wasn't like complaining that you called. I did do like 10 minutes on this on the air. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's just what I was asking. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. And honestly, like got really no response to it. I mean, I'd love to, uh, to, to you know, put it out as an IJB thing. Yeah. So uh, I got this email from a guy. Uh, I want to say this was over the weekend. And he was actually looking for Charlotte and Shy Anderson's uh divorce proceedings Mm -hmm. he said he couldn't find them he's like but i did come across this and i've since looked at the dallas county court website and confirmed that this is still up there okay right so it is a case from filed october 4th 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to repeat some of the things I said in our phone conversation because that was not recorded and released. Uh, the John Gruden emails were out there for months, months and months right. in the public. Like, same kind of thing. I I know that there are people employed by the morning news just to watch the court wires, but apparently they did, don't look at everything. Well, yeah, and I think like not to be a sad sack state of the industry guy, but I do think that some of what we're about to discuss here is a bit of a commentary on thinning newsrooms. Yeah. Just the people are stretched very thin and there's a lot of counties. And Back when I was uh, watching city council meetings uh, every week, there was stuff that would happen in there where it's like, it's immediate, like it's publicly broadcast. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, I don't know, it, like to a newspaper, it, it seems like city council meetings are newsworthy. Yeah. But yeah, there'd be a couple things every time where it's like it just passed unremarked, and it's because you know there's only so like you know the, the person there's there's one person from the morning news either at or watching the meeting, maybe two, and each of them is going to write two stories. So or like, you know, like a story each, uh, and so three things happen. <laughs> like you're just not gonna well, get any coverage whatsoever of the third one and i i saw all kinds of things i'm like this is as big a deal as uh the other stuff they do write about but it just didn't get written about i don't know anything further about it uh and so yeah i, I guess that's probably happening with the courts too i mean not in any like i i there's just no way that someone at the morning news read this it was like it's not newsworthy it's obviously newsworthy <laughs> well so i think you know, maybe we just answered our own question, but I, I guess without knowing a whole lot about computers, TC, uh -huh. I would just assume that there is a way to write a program fairly simplistically that if you were to enter like a hundred names into it, yeah, that you would immediately somehow find out if any of these names were uploaded in any filings to this particular uh, URL. I feel like you could definitely do that. I'd be a little surprised if that was regularly occurring in newsrooms. I think that they know a lot more coding than they used to, but I think that's still like not much. So this one slipped. Uh, this was the third case that day of the two reporters. Mm -hmm. uh, October 4th, 2019. The defendant is Jerry Jr.'s wife. Her name is Lori Jones. Uh, the plaintiff is unnamed. Jerry Jr. is a guy I've been thinking about a lot as all this stuff is coming out because they always, like in his uh, Hall of Fame speech, didn't Jerry have some kind of like, you know, we've we've had our stuff, but I do love you still, son. Because there, there's a time he said that publicly. I don't remember if it was the Hall of Fame speech. I, I feel like it's not just one thing. I feel like he's constantly referred to when he comes up as like, you know, well, you know, a lot of water under the bridge, but... Glad he got here now. You know, I don't and know. I, there's no way with Jerry that that's like, a, oh, oh, it's yeah. just boring stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever it is, it's fucking huge. You know, I, I floated him for an apartment for a year and he didn't pay me back. That old rascal. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I guess I don't really remember that or, or know anything other than just the way the musers character, uh, caricature Definitely. him, which yeah, that's, that's not based that's on a major nothing. Factor. Those guys have been around forever uh, in the Jerry scene, so they know what's up. Yeah. So uh, plaintiff is unnamed. Defendant is Jerry's uh, Jerry Jr.'s wife. Named in the suit, we have Lori Jones. That's the wife. Jerry Jr., Charlotte Jones-Anderson, Shai Anderson, and Robert Hickson. Mm -hmm. Collectively, sometimes referred to going forward as defendant. And, and here's the crux of this. 
the plaintiff is seeking monetary relief in excess of $1 million, right? So the interesting thing too is uh, all of their addresses are in here. <laughs> nice. Which I had a... How are their houses looking? Pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah. Pools? I love my motherfucking pool. I go to my pool every day. Uh, but just having all of their addresses be on a public website is interesting. And I'm not... I'm sure they're gated, but still. The fact that yeah, I can look at... Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I know where Jerry's house is. I feel like everyone knows where Jerry's house is. Yeah. Interesting here, too, though, is that there are two separate addresses listed for Charlotte and Shy. Yeah. So at least even at this point, they were uh -huh. being they were being served at different places because they were being served. Um, and I'll just read the background facts part, uh, pretty much verbatim. Plaintiff is a 47 year old single mother of three children, all of whom were minors and lived at home when this saga began. Plaintiff is a respected and active member in her community, and is involved in business endeavors in the medical community uh, community locally and beyond. Big ups to her. After being romantically pursued by Jerry Jr. off and on for almost 20 years, plaintiff began an on and off romantic relationship with the married defendant, Jones Jr. During one romantic encounter with plaintiff, Jones Jr. videotaped he and plaintiff engaged in sexual relations. Well, now we're getting somewhere. The, the little bubbles. It's not boiling yet. Prior to videotaping the encounter, Jones Jr. requested permission from plaintiff to videotape the encounter using a small video recorder. Keep in mind, this is like 2018. So it's a camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like but it's a not a phone. fucking iPhone. Phone is what I meant. You're saying it's not a phone? I think that will become apparent. Okay. Okay. Plaintiff consented to the request on the express condition that defendant Jones Jr. I really Jr. want to know what, what it was. That, like, per, yeah, we're going to speculate. Okay. On the condition that the uh, that Jones Jr. permanently deleted prior to them leaving each other's presence that day. Uh, before plaintiff left the premises, in accordance with the agreement, while still in Jones Jr.'s presence, he said, I'm deleting it prior to her leaving. He represented the plaintiff that he had deleted the visual recording. A year uh, and a half to two years later, Long after the affair ended, she learned that Jones Jr. lied when he had promised plaintiff that he had deleted the explicit video. Mm. She was contacted by her close friend who had been related by marriage to defendant Jones Jr., who asked plaintiff to meet her at a local restaurant. So now she's listed as friend A, and this is someone who is, again, related to Jones Jr. by marriage. So who is it? Feels like shy. Okay. Right? Yeah. Although. I mean, it could be Steven's wife. Although he is now described as friend A, or uh, friend A is, is the person who presented this tape, which seems a little bit odd considering Shy has already been named in the suit. But someone that somehow. Yeah. I'm just saying like related. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Like it, potentially uh, he has cousins, I would presume. I don't know. Yeah. But we, we know, or we thought that we knew all of his siblings. Yeah. <laughs> now, now a bit of a mystery a as to how many siblings he has. <laughs> However, yeah. uh, let's just say that they're probably not dropping that in this suit. Uh, so, uh, you know, yeah, you're, you're working off of Steven, Steven's wife or uh, Charlotte's husband. So they go to the bathroom. They meet in perfect uh, in, in person. Friend A and uh, the unnamed plaintiff meet in a bathroom. She shows her, hey, I've got these photos and this video of you with <laughs> Jerry Jr., so they're, 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 she shows it to him in a women's bathroom? That's what it says. Well, it's probably not shy. Uh, actually, it says go to the bathroom. You're right. Good point. I didn't think of that. 
It just says yeah. letter to the bathroom in an attempt to obtain privacy. Eh, whatever. It's, it's someone for that's the a good point. probably that's doesn't a good point. really need to be. That probably closes that that loophole. Um, so she, after she learns of this, contacts Jerry Jr. Uh, it says he had first claimed ignorance. Eventually, he had been... <laughs> <laughs> tool time. Eventually, he admitted but, the plaintiff... But I, I said that I would delete them. Right. That he had lied to her, and instead of deleting the tape, he put the camera in a sock drawer. Oh, no. And that his wife, the defendant, found it, quote, when looking for their passports. Mm. Jones Jr. How's this going? Stop. He moved quick. Stop. By how the turntables have turned. Well, Megan's gone. Normally, he can be in the other rooms because he won't go places where there aren't people. Right. Anyways, keep talking about the sex. Uh, Jones Jr. then proceeded to tell plaintiff the defendant, Lori Jones, had confronted him with three paragraphs of he and plaintiff engaged in sexual relations. He claimed he no longer had possession of the camera and tape as his wife now had them. <laughs> what do you want so me to she do? just decided to grab that. What do you want me to do? <laughs> uh so this happened to her again another I mean, it's my camera you should give it back yeah another uh acquaintance of hers which is the the guy who's named in here who's not really a public figure contacted her said he needed to tell her something this is the guy hickson mm -hmm. he informed plaintiff that he had received intimate photographs of plaintiff and jones jr on a text on his phone the pictures uh sounded identical to the one she had see uh seen from friend day Hickson told plaintiff that he received the photographs from a text from Shy Anderson. Okay. So, so you're right. He's named here, so obviously he's not the previous uh, friend. So Jerry Jr. has sex with a woman, tapes it, keeps the tape against his promises, and it gets sent to someone that Jerry, Jerry Jr. is related to by marriage. And then also this Hicks, do we know who's the Hickson guy? I don't know. You know, initially I thought maybe it was the plaintiff's husband. Yeah. But the way it's described where, you know, as he told her, like as a close friend that someone had sent it to him, mm -hmm. that doesn't sound like a husband. Yeah. No, if, if someone like, sends yeah. me like, yeah, if Shy, if Shy's fucking texting me videos of my wife. Yeah. Having sex with Jerry Jones Jr., I I don't think I'd be like, hey, babe, watch out. Some of this stuff's out there. Snakes. You just got to be careful. Snakes. <laughs> no, I, I think my reaction would be different. Yeah, so I don't know the nature of their relationship. Okay. You know, but um, they're friends. Okay. In in some form or fashion. But yeah, to continue with your, uh, your summarizing of it, uh, she sends it to this unnamed friend. And apparently, <laughs> Charlotte and her husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jerry Jr.'s wife. I imagine to be like in a look what this fucking asshole's doing type way. Yeah, you know? Jerry Jr.'s wife finds yeah. this. She's not happy. In fact, she's mad <laughs> and uh, is trying to figure out what to do. And this is a common enough reaction, right? Of like, uh, I found out you're cheating. Well, how would you like it if everyone in your fucking family knew about that and what right. kind of person you are? Now, I would say it's definitely like, you know, it's it's within the realm of uh, expected outcomes. I would say it's clearly on one end. You know, I I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, in fact, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to buzz the lens and make a promise. Megan, 
if I ever find a video of you cheating, I promise not to send it to your family. <laughs> I, I feel like that would be bad. Here's the thing, though. Not your family, but he doesn't promise not to send it to Shy Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will send it to Shy. <laughs> but her family, my family, none of the, I don't think they need to see it. I don't see how yeah. my life would be better by them seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're you're again, you're really growing the nexus of problems. You know at Jerry's exponential seen it, rate. Oh, he's definitely seen it. Do you he's I seen I it. would not want to see any of my children having sex. Well, what if you've actually been in the room with them when they're having sex? And it's like it's a great again, counter, yeah. as we've been saying, what if it's just he's, Tuesday? <laughs> he might be might be built different. Yeah. Uh yeah. So, anyways, um, it's it, it's a story that doesn't have near the news value of the Alex Davis story. Mm, it's got enough. It definitely has more of the prurient interest side of things mm -hmm. because it's a tape. But I also the reason but I mean I, like famous person involved in lawsuit is a news story. It's essentially the same like level of news stories. I, I I'm not sure that it's that different in news value to the Alexandra Davis one. Well, so that's one thing I was thinking about. Right, is like. If it involves Jerry, writ large, it is a story. Yeah, and it's in court. But if it's Jerry Jr., eh, if it's Charlotte, eh, but they're both named here. So to me, once like yeah, that's three I, of I the- I feel like less newsworthy things than that get reported every day. It's three of the four, at least nominally, top-ranked people at the organization. And it's fucking. <laughs> and it is fucking. That part is also true. Um. And yeah, again, this is not like a long, this is like Dak and Zeke era. You know, this yeah. Is a, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not this long not ago like the, at all. The White House, uh, we're celebrating the Super Bowl or whatever. I mean, this is like, you know, pretty recent. Couple months before the pandemic started. Yeah, exactly. Certainly during iPhone time. Probably around the same time as uh, they were uh, carrying it out of that lab. What the test tube of created in in COVID? one in, on the same day at the same time in Split one part me. of the world someone's carrying COVID out of the lab and another person's carrying around a video camera with Jerry Jr. fucking some lady. Which uh, you I know, wonder if they ever cross paths. I think this somewhat ties into uh, what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, maybe just last week, when just discussing how the psychology perhaps of a billionaire like Jerry is possibly different than like Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it is extremely Arkansas to, in 2019, be using, like, a fucking digital camera when you have a billion dollars. Yeah, a lot like, of how times... How did you have a... What did you have a... Like, and she found it? How did she immediately know what it was? Did you write on it with a uh, fucking masking tape and a marker? Because did they like, say what? why she was looking in the sock drawer? Uh, passports. So, like... I mean, I, I get, for me, whenever I hear someone's looking for passports, I assume the flight's in about 10 minutes. So first, I'd like to congratulate for her for having better trip prep than I do. That I don't think that's common. Um, but so uh, I think you're trying to make sure they're current. Uh, you know, if you're, uh, yeah, that would make more sense. I'm just, I, just whenever I hear looking for passports, I just, I, my stomach drops. You think of, uh, of. Uh, God damn it. Where is that? You think of Macaulay Culkin's family. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I guess if it is just a leisurely search through, then it's kind of like, oh, okay, I wonder what's on this. It also could just be bullshit. 
Yeah. Right? Like she could have just been going through his shit because she was a little sus. Yeah, yeah. Well, at that point, I don't think you need to hide. Yeah. Like just be like, I figured he was fucking someone because he was. Yeah. And so I was looking to for something to confirm my suspicions and I found it. I don't think she should feel bad about that story. So I think I think she's probably telling the truth. It is just like I mean I guess if I if I found a camera in the house and it was, I didn't recognize it, I'd probably be like oh, or even if I did, you know, I'd be like oh, what's on this? It's fun to see old videos. Maybe some fun memories. As long as it's not cheating. Maybe some not good found memories. Cheating. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were fun for him, presumably. So, anyways, what must these videos look like? <laughs> Most people are not like. It just, I don't, whatever. I don't know. I've, I've never tried it, but I'm under the impression that if I did try it, you'd I be disgusted. Like it. You'd be yeah. disgusted. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Jerry Jr. is in better shape than I am, but I don't think that he's fucking Christian. What was the, I'm remembering the, the one porn star that comes to the name, male porn star is uh, the guy who had the blog. Did you ever read Christian Sings the Blues? He made a, no. in like 2008 or 2009, the porn star whose name was Christian. I think he might've had a last name, but I don't recall it at this time Sins. because it wasn't, there you go, was it? No. I don't know, maybe. That's Johnny uh, Sins. He made a, uh, he made a New joke. Year's resolution to have a blog. And okay. He would, he would just like regularly fucking just write about what's going on. It was good. It was did a good he, blog. Did he live? Yeah, I think he's fine. Okay. Uh, he, I don't know. I don't think they were married. I think they were just in a relationship and I'm going to bet that it didn't last, but, uh, he was dating a uh, Phoenix Marie at the time. Not familiar. Oh, well then I really have to call into question whether or not you are a real beater. In fact, a real beater. Um, yeah, I could just tell you from what I've heard from people, your stroke doesn't look like you think it does. I wouldn't anticipate that it would. <laughs> That's a good thing to, if you go into it with a low bar. Can I play? Can we play this Herschel Walker audio, or yeah, is that going to jam you up? No, no, no let's play. So uh, I don't. You know, I haven't like kept up with you know the status of his campaign, which is a mistake by both the collectively of the podcast. I would agree. I would agree. Um, obviously he has the Trump seal of approval. Mm -hmm. Uh, and what is he running this? Cause of the New Jersey generals. Exactly. That's right. They've been, uh, they've been friends for a long time and you and I have obviously developed a relationship with him over a number of years. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh, so yeah, let's see. He's running against Warnock. Remember when we were all stoked on Ossoff and Warnock? <laughs> what a night. What a night. <laughs> so yeah, this November... John Ossoff is a senator, and what are you? Uh, I'm the guy who just presented the Jerry Jones Jr. sex tape to the masses. Fuck and, with And it. yet your your accomplishments pale in comparison to John Ossoff, a man who I believe is younger than you. Uh, maybe, but I could whip his ass. Yeah. He works out in the congressional gym, dude. At the club? That means he has to wear a mask, which means he's a pussy. No, that's it's good for the working out. It's like because people do that anyways. <laughs> Those don't work, by the way. I've seen the science. I don't know. So Herschel is speaking at a church. What about the replication crisis? Herschel's speaking at a church uh, to to you know rally support among evangelicals in Georgia, and this is you know you, it's viral. You'll probably see it elsewhere, but I wanted to play it for TC. 
but I'm going to play it on It's Just Banter, which is a... How's this going? It's a podcast. You see that it says, like, it did the play thing, right? Yep. Yep, I see it all right. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that checks out. Now his computer's frozen, folks. He's, uh, he's did I mention screwed. last week that you uh, did the opposite of a rage quit when we were trying to record and ordered uh, a new computer the day of Apple's keynote while we were trying to figure out why your computer wouldn't work? Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't got time for this. He rage spent like three grand <laughs> because he was so mad about our current recording situation. No, I'd been telling you for months the second that they... Let my story one, live. <laughs> that I'm getting... Uh, no, it's still not playing. Yeah, it's awesome. Ah, I really well, want to hear because I mean I've seen the the quote, but I have to figure it's better and it's definitely better. You want to hear? Play it on your thing and I'll drop it in. Okay. And in fact, if I'll go find that Kanye audio too, you might as well. They'll they'll know that now. But then just some bomb blew up and it started out. Okay, so he's he's talking. He's at a church. He's talking Big Bang Theory. Okay. But then quickly gets love it. You know, sidetracked. Some big bomb. But then just uh, some bomb blew up and it started out. And then I, I tell you something else I heard. And I think about this because at one time science said man came from apes. All right, pause it. Something he heard, like he's he's like I know a lot of y'all ain't heard this rumor, right? This is going around. Do you guys know that Charles Darwin? Yeah, I'm plugged born? into uh, Science Quarterly. I have a JSTOR.org. <laughs> I am uh, just so blown away by how ca- like, just the delivery of this. Can we hear it again? Of course. <laughs> At one time, science said man came from apes. Okay. No, you yeah, back, back for it. But then just uh, some bomb blew up and it started out. And then I, I tell you something else I heard. And I think about this because at one time, Exclusive. science said man came from apes. Did it not? Every time I read or hear that, I think to myself, you just didn't read the same Bible I did. Well, what this was interesting, though. Mm, mm, if that mm. is true, why are there still apes? Done. Yeah, QET. Think about it. You know, now you're think getting too it. smart for it. No, 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 no. Think about this. We have okay. a... <laughs> so that guy's assessment is that this is already... This is just too much. Yeah, I'm not into that nerd shit, Herschel. Think about it. You know, now you're getting too smart for it. No, 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 no. Think about this. We have an evolution that is we've gotten so intelligent that if that is true, why are there still apes? And then Mm -hmm. the conception of a baby. Let me tell you, science can't do that. They still trying to do it, but it can't because there had to be a God. Uh, Yeah, they can. Had to be a God. No, but, you know, I got a baby. Why is he... (laughs) I got a baby and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> science was a big player. Why is he that in a church process. like being like, you, I, like can't we all just be like we all agree that like he just can't Who's we leave he it at? To? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He, he, he is most literally preaching to the choir. <laughs> yes, uh, like, the choir just off screen, quite they, present. Do they need yes. to like spend the entire time in church just arguing against people who aren't there? Like, uh, I guess, you know, That's I, kind of the I think there's a God, I, you know, I, I've accepted Jesus as my savior and the rest of you have as well. So why don't we just talk together about some cool things that, that we think about him? That um, seems like a better use of time than like, you know, all these fucking idiots. You know, I heard a guy say the other day, we came from apes. You ever, he, he wants to know whether the other people have heard this. Yeah. 
He's he's interested. But honestly, that's the way I how remember. How pervasive this rumor is. <laughs> how widespread is this problem? That's honestly the way I remember church being, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, we're just no, boxing our, ghosts. Ours at all wasn't times. really like that. So when God came and said, now, let me create this, and God created the earth, mm-hmm. and he put Adam and Eve there and stuff, mm-hmm. and then this what was so funny. I love that, too. Uh, one, God said, let me create this stuff, mm-hmm. and then he put Adam and Eve there and stuff. So mm-hmm. when God came and said, now, let me create this, and God created the earth, and he put Adam and Eve there and stuff, and then this what was so funny. This is what makes it even better. Even in that little okay. garden, he said... Uh, from this place, you got all the freedom, just like you got it in the United States. You got all the freedom. Do whatever you want to do. Just but then like he said, the nah, don't mess with that tree over there, because you mess with that tree, you will surely die. So he had rules and regulations, just like we got it in the United States of America. Now, do you think that he would yeah. apply that to uh, COVID-19 rules and regulations? Yeah, it's kind of like in the way that God said, don't eat the apple, Joe Biden said, please wear a mask. Right. So it's kind of all in the same rubric, and it's okay. It's allowed. But what if uh, in my New Testament Bible, I have Adam wearing a don't tread on me shirt? Mm, yeah. Can you argue with that? Uh, you can't. No, I can just agree. You can't. No, there's a I, – I don't know that I ever saw a specific exchange like this in AA, but one, one of my favorite movies in the entire world is, uh, is Honey Boy. You ever seen Honey Boy? <sighs> Uh, it fucking rocks. Yeah, I and, think you know, I have actually. Prayers yeah, up with to the, the victims. It's wait. What are you talking about? The I Shia LaBeouf movie. I've seen this. Yeah, you what have you? seen it. Yeah, it rules. Uh, no, just the you know the, the, the okay. No, the I two. haven't seen this. Oh, okay. what is the Shia movie where he has a uh, an actor who is perhaps not. I don't even know what the appropriate words for transformers for handicapped is anymore. I don't know. I'd like to see whatever it is you're talking about. No, Shia LaBeouf. Really, really good, dude. Really uh, good. He was court ordered to go to, uh, like it's the one about his dad. Yeah, it's the one you're talking about. Okay, yeah, find this other one. He was he was court ordered to go to therapy. Uh, In the course of the therapy, there was a lot of like write about you know, the trauma that you're carrying. And he kind of like wrote out, like just the the way they were doing the therapy was more or less like write the script of what happened in the worst moments of your life where where like, you know, your fucking awful dad was doing awful things. And when he got out of the therapy, like emailed a friend of his, who was like, you need to direct this movie. And like, you know, and they worked on it from there and everything. And he, he plays his dad. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it, it fucking rules. This. And then, uh, you know, the prayers up to the victims. Uh, FK Twigs is is also in the movie, and uh, after the movie, they they began dating, and then he uh, was abusive towards her. Okay, that's where I've heard this uh, this title before. Engaged in a lot of the behavior that uh, it sure looks like his dad was. I mean, like that's in the tough. movie, like the the dad's like you know like his kind of like worst his his bottom that he's describing is uh throwing a woman out of a car and i mm. think that that was like twigs was saying like that he's fucking uh. threatening to throw her out of a car it's uh it's bad bad stuff uh but it's it's an amazing movie and uh the aa scenes are just all awesome uh you know as as someone who's been to a lot of aa meetings i really enjoy it. it's not like all of them are like that but some of them are definitely like that 
and I love seeing it. And uh, his, when his dad gets mad, I think it's his dad. It might be someone else in the meeting. Um, they're angry about how someone's interpreting, which I've I've definitely seen passive aggressive, like uh, you know, oh, you read that passage that way. Well, that's fucking wrong. I guess that's just <sighs> turns aggressive, into aggressive. debate class. Yeah, there's like there's I people guess I've never who will be like that. you're you're not fucking living right. This thing you're describing, that's not. I always viewed it as very top down. It's not top down at all, huh? No, 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 no. Um, and uh, so I mean, like, there's people who run the meeting, but it's not the same person every time or anything. It's it's right. it's very uh, Occupy Wall Street. Like, <laughs> it's, it's you know. Part of what they're fighting against is, you know, like alcoholism in large part comes from like an attempt to control, you know? Right. Like uh, you just get so fed up that you can't control everything that like this is this is how you end up where you are. The big book is pretty focused on this. So, you know, it's not like we're trying to elect a president of AA. It's like, you know, we're we got a bunch of people who we all agree have problems, similar problems, and we're going to try together to help each other. Uh, but yeah, there is, it, it depicts in the, the movie, uh, I think it's his dad hears someone else and doesn't like what he's saying. He just goes, read the book again, <laughs> which is abs. That's such a fucking, like they are like that obsessive about reading the book. Yeah, dude, it's the whole the thing. Book. And like, you are like, I, I, listen, I spent most of my high school fucking in some state of reading the book. I've read the book way more than once. Uh, <laughs> so I just love the retort of read the book again. And last night there was something, something came up about religion, like, you know, like, a, a teaching of Catholicism or whatever. Um, and, and my parents were like, oh, oh, it was, uh, it was the don't have, or it was the have 20 kids thing. Like they, they said something about family planning and I was like, huh, said you're a Catholic, huh? And they're like, well, yeah, you know, we did it. Read, Read the, the book, book again. again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great retort you can take back to your family. That's awesome. Uh, it's the Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. That's a great movie. I didn't know Shy was in that. Oh, he's the guy. But right. then he has a co-star that has Down syndrome. And apparently they had like, I don't know. I'm excited to see a that. Really aw- uh, over under on how many times I cried. Like you can set it and just smash the over. Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie. Um but, you know, also always a little bit uncomfortable whenever uh, someone who with special needs is cast. And like, I always wonder about what that, speaking of top down, like it ain't like they can be like uh, Pacino and, you know, I'm, I'm not agreeing with the interpretation of this role necessarily to the same degree, you know, like I always wondered about that, you know, like obviously with babies or with kids, it's one thing. Because you're thinking about it in terms of like, okay, they have a guardian. And I suppose it's the same thing with someone with special needs. But it's like, that never made you feel uncomfortable? That like an actor with full faculties is like able to say, this is not something that I want to be interpreted this way. And that like, if you're hiring a special needs actor, like that, there's something to me that has always made me feel like, not like you shouldn't be in this movie, but more like, I wonder what the nature of your dynamic with the director is and i suppose that's just where the guardian comes into play yeah yeah and you just yeah you hope that like they have their best interests yeah and and just any director would approach that in like i I could easily think of the right way to do it right what do you mean just be chill you know like they they probably have some kind of opinion 
uh, so you could be respectful of that and just you know the, I mean, I, I'm sure like just follow your heart you know it feels wrong yeah but I think that as someone who spent a decent amount of my life around someone uh, who was uh, he was not he did not have Down syndrome but it was something that from what I've learned is fairly similar mm-hmm. I found that it was oftentimes the biggest struggle was not the biggest struggle was him communicating to us what he was feeling yeah and so even if you are attempting to be understanding and follow your heart, you, it's very tough to sort of internalize and process what someone who is not fully capable of communicating what's in their heart to you. Yeah. And so that, I don't know. I feel like that would be tough. You're uh, going to lay out on me? That's fine. No, no, I'm not. It. I'm not trying to lay out. I, you know. It's just, yeah, I could tell you were kind of getting like, I don't know that I want to touch no, I was, was going to make another point about people with Down syndrome. I was going to I was going to build on the conversation. I wasn't trying to sabotage you. Okay. Uh, no, just uh, when, when we went to see Stav, he, he brought up the topic, as you might imagine. And I'm and, sure uh, it was handled very sensitively. It was pretty good. <laughs> he said... Uh, Jesus Christ. That uh, it was Victoria's Secret. He he, did, he had a current events part of the show. Okay, yeah. And Victoria's Secret had announced that they were going to use a, a model with Down syndrome. And he, he felt like they shouldn't receive full points um, because uh, they just found someone who already could be in a Victoria's Secret thing who happened to be afflicted. And that if they really cared about Down syndrome people, they should have gotten uh, Gary, who he went to school with. <laughs> All right. I don't sign off on that. We're done. We'll okay. see you. <laughs> That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.